power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, we give you praise. Indeed, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Indeed, you are the God most high. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. If you can pray in the language of the Spirit, just edify yourself in the next to me. Fezo lemeli atenda gasadi ya rabada balahaja Gada labala bala zole branda labakatena manta Fezo le seto si kata labranda lahani Elono samba kato labrateshke Lebeno rateshe le rende le bala bala Onda gasala bakusha baga Elarate shilabranda lakalaba Odi branda lababa baba we declare that the heavens are open in Jesus name Amen alright you may take your seats Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We bless God for a beautiful Sunday morning like this. And those of you joining us online, you are welcome to this service. Amen. And as you know, we are broadcasting to you live from the Overflow Leaders Camp. And um, I believe God has a word for you. Amen. Wherever you are, lift up your hands. Say, in the name of Jesus, say, I declare that my heart is ready say i declare that my mind is ready i declare that my spirit is ready say i declare that my heart is alert and my spirit is alert to receive the word of god in the name of jesus say i declare that any obstacle to the entrance of the word is taken away by the power of the holy ghost amen all right god bless you so much for joining this morning i have a a brief sermon for you hallelujah yeah but i believe it is going to be a blessing unto you i need better responses from the crowd hallelujah amen amen you know most of the time when we talk about the end time Today, I'm coming in the spirit of a revivalist. Hallelujah. When we talk about the end time, we talk about an end time revival. We talk about the move of God. <clears throat> we quote Joel 2.28, where the Bible says, In the last days I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh. It talks about people prophesying, people having dreams, and people seeing visions and all of that. That part is true. But there's another prophecy that we are not paying attention to hallelujah 
what it means is that the two things are going to happen at the same time and this prophecy is found in 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3 this prophecy is located just before the emergence of the Antichrist 2nd Thessalonians it says let no man deceive you by enemies for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first everybody say a falling away say it again a falling away and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition this word falling away or this phrase falling away the greek word is apostasia and the english word is apostasy this morning i want to preach to you on what i've entitled the snare of apostasy basically what i'm trying to tell you is that there is a possibility that you are sitting here there is a possibility that you are hearing me and watching me online you are born again you are filled with the holy spirit but you won't make it to heaven there is something called a falling away the word apostasy is not just limited to religion or christianity apostasy simply means you turning away from something you believed in so if i was an mpp member and i say that they are not doing well so now i'm swapping the red white and blue for the white green black and red of ndc it is a form of apostasy i've renounced what i believed in and i've tend to believe something else you know people are under this notion that once you become born again there is no turning back no you can turn back yourself god will not turn you back but you can turn back yourself hallelujah let's read what the bible says in romans chapter 10 verse 10 give me new king james version new king james version so you and you realize that this this thing is reversible it's a reversible thing romans chapter 10 verse 10 it says for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so it's two things the heart and the mouth see the heart and the mouth so if we are saying that you believe with your heart and with your mouth you confess and when these two come together salvation is birth that means when you come to the point where you no longer believe with your heart and you open your mouth to say the opposite of what you confessed you have negated whatever it is that you did hallelujah and this is is, is possible don't think this thing is far away it is happening in the past week this story has been trending where somebody and his wife they were pastors of a prominent church in this country i'm not talking about any two by four church that doesn't have foundations and whatever a correct church and for you to be a pastor in that church you must have gone through trainings and blah 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 this is somebody who was solid they pastored the church they even built a church building that is how deep they were but right now they have changed the site where the church building was into a weed farm they say they don't believe in jesus christ anymore both he and his wife they don't believe in jesus christ anymore solid church so let's not be deceived 
You see, when you read Matthew 24, 24, and I like the way the message puts it. Give me the message for Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. It says, fake messiahs and lying preachers are going to pop up everywhere. Their impressive credentials and dazzling performances will pull the wool over the eyes of even those who ought to know better. The King James says, even the very elect will be deceived. So this prophecy in um, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, it is a very real thing. That there will be a falling away. You just have to go to social media and see the things people are talking about. People who used to be Christians, now they believe in common sense, all kinds of things. People's minds are being bombarded with all kinds of things. So my message to you this morning is that that snare of apostasy is real. And you need to stand. And, and according to what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, it says, He who thinks he is standing, he should take heed, lest he will fall. This complacent Christian life that we are living, we need, we need to stop it. We need to stand. If we are standing, let's stand well. Hallelujah. Let's stand well. The Bible says we should constantly examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. That means it is possible to drift away from the faith. You can be in church, but you have drifted away from the faith. That message was given to believers. It wasn't to unbelievers. It said, examine yourself and be sure that you are still in the faith. I'm sure as I'm saying it, you may think, oh, this thing is for uh, me and pa. Like, you know, how can that be possible? There are certain things that are happening in your life right now and they may be early symptoms of a possible end of apostasy. You see, there are dangerous sicknesses and when they start, the symptoms they start with are not dangerous. There are dangerous symptoms, um, sicknesses. A, a, a cancer can start as a pimple. You see, oh, pimple, small pimple. But then it's becoming something else. Oh, this one is a simple fever. But it could be something more serious. There are things that are happening in your life, your Christian life right now, and the end result may, can be apostasy if something is not done. I'm sure this couple we are talking about, it, did, it didn't happen one day. That one day we believe in Jesus Christ. Then the next day, no, we don't believe in Jesus Christ. The next day, no, we are planting wheat on the farm or on the place at the place where we were building the church it didn't happen one day when it comes to backsliding eh, it can either happen as a shift or a drift say a shift or a drift most of the time it happens as a drift a shift is fast a shift is quick a shift is like oh like you were christians and suddenly you know you've changed your mind the people you see who backslide as a result of a shift, most of them, they were not born again correctly. Their foundations were not correct. They went to chase God for something. God did it and they were just happy. They were never really born again. But the true Christians, it is usually a drift. It is slow. You don't realize it. It's just like how you grow. You can, grow, you can get up one day and say, hey, my hair has grown by one inch. Little, little. It's just happening. And there are many people who are drifting away from their faith and they are not even aware. They, they don't even realize that is what is happening. It is like that pimple that seems very innocuous. It's like that fever. People have had headaches before and the headache has turned out to be a tumor. 
All I'm trying to say is that serious things can start with things that look like they are nothing. That is how backsliding is. It is slow. You don't realize it. You see, if you used to pray one hour every week and you drop to 30 minutes, it is backsliding. You are backsliding. Backsliding doesn't mean you have gone to chase somebody's wife or you've gone to commit adultery. or those, That's a form of backsliding. Anything you were doing that was progressive and you come back, you stop doing it, you have backsliding. And that is how it starts. They say a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. One step. So that one step back you have taken. If you don't take time, it, it will become a journey of thousand miles backwards. The time you realize you are no longer what you were, the time you realize you don't believe the things you believe anymore. But I pray that that will not be your story in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah, backsliding is very real. Falling is very real. Falling away is very real. When you read the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 9. Give me Acts 29. Give me NLT for that one. Acts chapter 20, verse 9. A very interesting story of how people usually fall but this one it was depicted by somebody falling during a church service he said as Paul spoke on and on a young man named Eutychus sitting on the windowsill that means he was sitting at the edge of the window became very drowsy finally he fell sound asleep and dropped three stories to his death below now this particular portion of scripture one portion of scripture but it carries a lot of loot it carries a lot of loot it tells us how that fall can happen how you can easily fall away it tells you the stages that can lead you to that place where you are falling in the first place the Bible is telling us that he sat by the window. And we know that this thing was a story building. It was like two, three floors up. He decided not to sit in the congregation, but he sat at the edge of the window. So he was taking a risk. He wasn't being careful. To sit at the edge of the window on a story building, it is a risk you are taking. And a lot of believers who are not sober, a lot of believers who are not vigilant, they are taking all kinds of risks and doing all kinds of things, associating with people they are not supposed to associate with, going to places they are not supposed to go, and it is like sitting on the edge of the window. People know they have weaknesses in a certain direction, but when they see the temptation coming, they don't run away. You know there's a kind of girl you have a tendency to fall for. Why keep company with those kinds of people and be going to their room and going to visit them and you know yourself, don't take risks. Don't take risks. And there are a lot of complacent believers walking around in the name of the grace of God and blah, 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 blah and all of those things. Playing risky games. Associating with wrong people. 
he was sitting at the edge of the window it takes a brave person to do that if it is a one floor building and you sit at the edge we can understand but this is something that is high you could easily easily slip and fall so that's the first thing when people are not sober when they are not vigilant when they are not careful when they are not intentional about things you need to be intentional about things as a christian don't just sit down and allow anything to come and bombard you no be intentional about things the things you need to avoid you must intentionally avoid them the people you need to avoid you must intentionally avoid them hallelujah i said hallelujah That is the first point. He was living riskily. He was living dangerously. Number two, the fact that he was sitting at the edge of the window meant he had divided attention. One part of his attention was outside the church. What was happening down the street? People fighting on the street. Okay, there were no cars, those is horses and camels passing by. People conversing. And half of his attention was on the teaching Paul was giving. There are a lot of believers who are sitting on the window edge. One eye is in the world and the other eye is in the church. No, no, no. The attention is not fully focused on church. When the unbelievers are going, they can go. When unbelievers are singing, they can sing. When unbelievers are dancing, they can dance. When unbelievers are dressing, they can dress like them. At the same time, they are also very comfortable in the church. They know the songs. They know the spiritual jargons. They probably speak in tongues. Probably even display some giftings of the Holy Spirit. Divided attention. I pray that your, your focus will be fully on God and fully in the house of God. Hallelujah. Yes, that is the second thing. When people have divided attention. The Bible says you must be hot or cold. If you are lukewarm, you'll be spilled out. God doesn't like that kind of thing. If you are in, be in fully. If you are out, be out fully. This I'm here and I'm there kind of thing and we can't see your true color. Whether you are black or white. It is an avenue for a falling away. It's an avenue for a falling away. The kind of world we are in right now Look, if you are standing, you must stand well. You must stand well. Sin is easier than it was when me, I was growing up. Sin. No, no, those days, if you wanted to watch an indecent movie, you would probably have to go to a video library or something. And even the video library, for you to go there and have the bravery to pay money and pick that particular one, but now who needs a video library your phone is enough i'm telling you it's easier to sin it's easier to sin so we need to be careful and we need to take our stance and be strong in it otherwise a certain wind will blow you one of these days and it doesn't matter where you were you will fall to a, a, a certain depth that you will be surprised about I know this is not what you expected me to come and preach this morning. To come and motivate you and stuff like that. But I am preaching a message to wake you up. That you are being complacent. And you need to wake up and be intentional about things. The third thing is that 
he wasn't in the congregation he was isolated by the windowsill there are a lot of believers they are in church but they are isolated they won't join anything they won't serve anywhere they, it's like they are in the church but they are not in the church and you see I believe if he were to be sitting among the congregation he didn't fall asleep once so if you read it, it says what he was sitting on the windowsill he became very drowsy so he started with drowsiness he started dozing most of the time. you know most of the time the thing it starts with your eyes just begin to you know uh-huh it's like you are struggling yeah you know then you yawn then you try and stand small and you know those kind of things no no nobody just sleeps like that bum and then do you have narcolepsy or what so it started he he became very drowsy but you see if he were to be in the congregation the first time he told small somebody will say hey wake up man of god is preaching but because he was there he was alone nobody could prompt him you see that is why being each other's keeper in the house of god is important don't say i'm minding my own business somebody didn't come to church find out why they didn't come to church and when somebody finds out why you didn't come to church don't get offended that you didn't bring me into the church you are not my father you are not my mother it's not your father it's not your mother but it's your brother and sister in christ and they have the responsibility of checking on you this pride that people are living in we must stop it how are you checking it's me my life i decided i don't come to church and so what if you were to be in the congregation somebody would have told you hey you are sleeping wake up for you your sleeping will be your your absenting yourself from church service for two weeks you're dozing absenting yourself from church for two weeks that could be that 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 headache that can end up being a tumor so there are things happening in people's lives and it is the beginning of something that if it is not stopped will end up in something very dangerous called apostasy right now you just see it as oh my prayer life has just gone down you see one of the cardinal signs of sickness is anorexia there are many anorexic Christians they are not hungry anymore it is a sign when you are there it is a sign that there is something wrong with you even when you come to church you don't enjoy anything that is done you need a personal revival the bible says to the hungry soul everything is sweet when you are hungry everything is sweet like it doesn't matter whether the organist plays well or the drama plays well when you are in a place where you are criticizing everything and the preacher's voice is this and the sound is this and the drama played too fast and the one who was leading the worship only raised one song it is a sign that you are full already you are not hungry but the question is what are you full of what are you full of you can't flow in church because you are full you came full your stomach is there's no room for anything else you are full of movies you are full of series you are full of the assignment your professor gave you you are too full every receptor in your life has been occupied where is the space for the glory of god where is the space no no when you see people who are too critical in church it's because they are full they didn't come empty they didn't come hungry when you are hungry eh? look 
you come to church and the pastor will even decide that I'm bringing somebody from children's service to come and preach and you still be blessed because you're hungry when you're hungry everything tastes sweet the voice of the one leading the worship can be as crooked as whatever but you came in with your own worship you didn't come because of anybody's voice or anybody's dexterity on the instruments you came with your own worship so when you realize you are struggling to flow it is a sign that you have anorexia spiritual anorexia and something has to be done about it it's a cardinal sign that spiritually you are sick there is something not right somewhere something is not right your appetite for prayer when you hear prayer no, you become depressed because it's hard you are full whatever you are full of today we invoke we induce vomiting may, may you vomit it out in the name of jesus there's something they give children to vomit. What was the name of that? Thing? There's something they say they give to something like that. We we give you that thing spiritually. May you vomit it out. That thing that has taken the place of God, and because of that, you can't enjoy the presence of God. May it be taken out, may it be flushed out of your system. And you see, more than any generation, our generation is going to produce the highest number of apostates. I'm telling you. Yes. No, the, the prophecy is clear. Our generation will produce the highest. And I pray that you will not be one. Who produce the highest? Because the level of satanic deception is highest in our time. The tendency to sin is highest in our time. Everything is highest. And one thing that I'm telling you today, this one, if you are listening to me online, this one, I'm not saying to a church, I'm saying to the body of Christ, the one thing that is going to create the most apostates in our generation is this thing where we are presenting God just as a problem solver. No, gradually that is the brand we are giving to God. It's a problem solver. So if you want a child, come to God. So you come to God believing him for a child and he's saying that it is not yet time. And so there are a lot of offended believers. Look, I'm telling you the process of apostasy. Eh? There are a lot of believers who are halfway. The two steps to apostasy, which is stopping to believe or diluting your belief in God, or questioning your belief in God and then they're confessing with your mouth there are many people when it comes to the believing in God it is now questionable all that is left is for them to open their mouths and say it what it is that is in their heart and the process of apostasy will be complete and most of these people it is because they believe God has disappointed them it's because they believe they expected something from God and God did not do it. So in their heart, ah, this Jesus Christ, is right? And you see, there's a lot of information on in the internet and all of that too that will fuel this thing in you. People are even doubting that Jesus Christ existed. People are saying Jesus is the creation of the white man. And you are hearing these things and because you are expecting something from God and he hasn't done it, you are playing around with these things in your heart. I'm telling you, if you are listening to me here and online, that you are halfway through the process of apostasy. A little more pressure, a little more pressure, and you open your mouth and say this thing, I don't believe it. It is happening.
happening in the thousands it is happening in the millions but i pray in the name of jesus that you'll be far away from it that it will not come near your dwelling look god is indeed a prayer answering god god is a provider god is a miracle worker but god is also a comforter he's also a disciplinarian there are many facets of god don't focus on just one and say that he is not what he says he is i pray that people will come to the place of the even if faith shadrach meshach and he said we believe that our god can take us out of this fiery furnace but even if he doesn't even if he doesn't give me the child even if he doesn't give me the car even if he doesn't give me the house even if he doesn't give me the job i will not bow i will not bow, I will not bow. even if oh i'm telling you many people are shaky when it comes to that belief part a little more satanic pressure and they'll open their mouth and negate their salvation but that is far away from you in the name of jesus oh receive the spirit of a shadrach receive the spirit of a meshach receive the spirit of an abednego in your trials and temptations you will stand like a true soldier of christ you will be like mount zion you'll be unmovable you will be unshakable the story around your life may not be what you expect it to be but i see you giving glory to god in the midst of the circumstances that's why the songwriter said in the center of it all it is god that i see we don't see the devil we don't see the hand of witches we don't see the hand of our family members and, and the things that are in our background at the center of it all it is god that we see it is god that we see oh may god breed believers with resistance people with spiritual stamina the ability to stand in the midst of the storms of life to stand in the midst of the storms of life those are the kinds of believers jesus is looking for now no no not those who are just chasing after things those things you are expecting they'll come but while you wait continue to believe job said though he slay me yet will i trust him i'll continue to believe I'll continue to believe the song writer said bom denara ehumbi oti denara my boy my boy is that what exactly
the sound of the living God. Receive the grace to say no to the alternatives that the enemy will present to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the sound of the living God. I declare in the name of Jesus that your name will not be taken out of the book of life. That on the day that Jesus shall appear, you shall be ready to be raptured and you will meet the Lord and the Lord will shake your hand. He will tell you that my daughter you were resilient, my son. You were resilient in the face of all the temptations, in the face of all the trials, in the face of all the ups and downs, in the face of all the follies, in the face of all the slippery grounds. You stood your ground and you were as solid as Mount Zion. And I pray in the name of Jesus that any reward you are expecting here on earth, may you receive it even before you go into heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, for your labor, for your prayers, for your tarrying with God, for your waiting with God. The Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not fail. Today receive
receive the wings of an eagle to soar over the obstacles in your life, to soar over the hills in your life, to soar over the mountains in your life. And I prophesy unto you that it's just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time. The Lord will come through for you. It is just a matter of time. The Lord will do it. It is just a matter of time. The Lord will glorify himself in your life. He shall prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies lift up your voice and pray wherever you are and by this prayer may your roots be made solid may you stand in the Lord Restoration, restoration, 
have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!